It's time to start your life the way it is meant to be. There's only one time when it will be too late, and you don't want to wait for that. This is Now or Never. The choice is yours. Your host is Karen Wright. Today, you're about to meet some amazing people. The stories are not always happy ones, but they define a healing process. Listen with an open mind and an open heart. Now, here is Karen Wright. Listeners, thank you for checking us out today. It's Now or Never. The choice is yours. Today's show title is Show Up for Yourself and Others. In this world that is constant state of change and flux, it can be hard to show up consistently in caring for ourselves and the people around us. Today, we welcome back to the show Lance Schiffman, who will be talking more about being present with yourself so that you can show up in every way. Lance lives by an ethic that embodies harmony. So Lance, welcome back to the show. I cannot believe you actually agreed to come back. <laughs> Karen, of course I'm coming back. What do you mean? We we have the most beautiful conversations. Are you kidding? <laughs> I was just hoping, I was like hoping to say that. That's why I just kind of led right into that. <laughs> well, you teed it up perfect, but I honestly... I honestly mean it. So, and you know that well, Any, I, anytime we're in each other's presence and that it's so beautiful. So you are just a bright light. And thank you for having me back. So it's an honor. Well, I feel the same way. So listeners, as we start the program, I always enjoy just taking the moment just to breathe, bring in the breath of life. So I invite all of us just to close our eyes and cross our legs, get comfy in our chair And just take a deep breath in through your nose and then out through your mouth. Another deep breath in. I invite you to bring your hands up around your shoulders, giving yourself a big hug. Take another deep breath in. And really feeling that air. And then repeating out loud or to yourself, I am worthy of my love. Saying that three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Another deep breath in. And exhale. Hmm. And then tapping three times on your chest, repeating the word accept, 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 accept. Another deep breath in. And release. Listeners, I hope that you took the time just to be, to be in the present, to be in the now, letting go of the ego, leaning in with your heart as we start today's show. And as everyone knows, I love my affirmations and I'm so excited. I just told Lance, I got my affirmation cards done. So this is the back of them. It says now, and this is our affirmation for today. I got to read it. So the affirmation says, your cells are listening 
What you say matters. Your cells are listening. What you say matters. So Lance, as I share that with you and um, for the first time reading it, because, you know, I never look at them. I just shuffle them up and there we go. What came to your thoughts when I read that? Ooh, so much. And thank you for syncing all of us up. Everybody on this call, it is essential that you focus on your breath. And Karen, thank you so much for syncing us through the breath, through the heart. And uh, I love that because um, I do that in all my meetings now. Every time I do, I do at least three breaths so that uh, all of us are in sync and we're breathing in that pure white light, you know, God's light. And I yeah. love that. When, when you read that card, um, I was thinking of the intent of our thought, the intent of our words. Because every cell, right, every thought, everything we think has an alchemy to it. It's either alkaline or it's acidic. There's no in-between. So, so every cell of our body, if we're talking in physical form, what are we thinking every day? What self-talk do we have so that we can practice true and pure self-love? Every word has an effect on us in physical form. Every thought alchemizes into the physical. So when you think about it, um, yesterday I spoke um, to a, a absolutely beautiful group. And I'm just going to go th- just a few seconds here, Karen. Yeah. Um, so, so what I've been studying is that every thought from inception here has an electric charge to it. So that's how it alchemizes. So every word, every thought that we're talking about right now goes into the cells and it has an electric charge, right? Mm-hmm. So, so we say the father and the mother. So the father is the thought. The mother is the heart, which is the nurturer. So the electric charge happens inception, right, of the thought. And then immediately it forms a magnetic field around that. So it goes from electric to magnetic. So, you know, that was my initial thought. So, and what is the most powerful thing that we can exude is our magnetic mm-hmm. being because mm-hmm. it's from the heart. It truly is from the heart. So, so yeah, just powerful. That card uh, <laughs> that, it set me off. So I, I appreciate that. Um, well, and I love the fact that you say the magnet, right? The mag because the universe, you have the North and the South poles. Yes. You have the negative and the positive. Yep. And so it all goes hand in hand. I mean, God is amazing with how he has created. And I love how you just explain that. So simplicity, so simple, so we can understand, but it's so true. You know, your thoughts do matter. And there is a stimulation between the electric and the, the you know, the energy around it, the magnitude around it. It's similar to, it's the same thing as conception, right? The electric mm-hmm. charge forms into a nurturing magnetic. So, so you know, when we're thinking in pure energy, um, it's super powerful. You know, um, when I talk to my three daughters about life in general, mm-hmm. I was like, what is the energy you want to exude? And when you talk in it in that form, it truly makes sense and it brings it to a simplistic um, understanding. So um, I, I love that. You know, it's not about guilt, fear, and shame. It's about where is your energy? 
Really? It's not? Oh my gosh. Oh, I, <laughs> I, you know. <laughs> you know exactly we're, how we're, I feel about that too. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> we're elevating out of that. And uh, if somebody's questioning that on this show, good. Keep questioning. <laughs> right? Because that's the beauty of it. And I love the, I, I love the fact you just said elevating. Because um, I've been thinking a lot about elevating, evolving, and I was reading some place. It's not about evolving, but revolving, remembering the souls that we are. And I so elevate, re-elevate. How do we? How would you say instead of elevating, but remembering? Ooh, yeah. Relating back to ourselves, relating back to our souls. Does that make sense? Because we already know. Well, we, yeah, all we're here to do is to remember, mm-hmm. to reattach who we know we are, re-attach. right? Mm-hmm. Remember, right? Yeah. So, so if we take it one step further, I, I took, these are journal notes. And by the way, it's 1111 right now. I don't know if, <laughs> Make that, a wish. if that means anything to anybody, but it just does. It does to me. It always does. Every time my phone message, it says like something 11, like 94. Five percent of the time, my day is like that. So and thanks if, for pointing that and out. And if you're seeing that, then you are in sync with yourself because you're seeing that. Okay, I put this in my, my journal because I journal all the time, as you know. Yeah. And I put in here. I said, "What do we represent? Represent, right? What are we representing when we truly practice self-love? Because we're representing ourselves, mm-hmm. right?" Every day we do. What we represent is actually a representing of self. So when we really look at the context of these words, we can get a deeper intention and a deeper inner standing, right? I, and inner standing is an important word to me because I, I'm, I'm looking at every word as... Um, how do I want to live my life? How do I want to represent myself? Mm-hmm. So, so as we're talking, I'm, I'm thinking of the right words that would affect somebody's heart. Not, not just sway them through their mind, but when I say something, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Right? Because as you know, I, I, I have this beautiful property up in Heber and um, I did about a three or four hour meditation one time. I was by myself and I was walking off the property and I was frustrated because I wasn't getting the answers that I, that I truly desired to get. And as I'm walking off my property, I'm going to my Jeep and I'm just like, Oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. I just spent all this time going really deep, clearing everything out so I can receive, right? Because if you're always thinking what you've already known or you've already thought, then you're just circling the same thing. You have to release and surrender to receive. I'm walking off the property and as loud as we're talking, the voice said, remember every question you ask, ask yourself, how does it feel? Not what do you think about it? How do I feel about it? And a feeling is a knowing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's so powerful. Like we need to use our sensory ways here in this physical form so that we can tap in 
to our, our spiritual nature. And I enjoy the fact that you, you're bringing that up because you brought the word in how do we love and loving oneself. Like in my affirmation, I give myself permission to love myself and how often us as human forms forget to love ourselves first. And it takes a long time for people to really, truly love themselves. And so my question to you is, when did you feel like you truly loved who you are? Oh, wow. Um, well, you know, I, I jumped into life early. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, part of my backstory, um, I moved out when I was 17. Um, literally no money in my pocket, no car, worked three jobs. You know a lot of my history, Karen. And um, I just jumped into it with a, they, they called me ignorance on fire because I was just going, you know, I, I was, I was um, going into entrepreneurship and I wanted to create companies and businesses. And it literally took me, um, you know, I have, um, I, it was about a year after um, my marriage had ended and I was sitting in my new small condo and I bought my first piece of furniture and, and I had been extremely successful on the outside and empty, completely empty on the inside. Cause I was just driving the whole time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to provide, I was the provider. Right. And so I'm driving, driving, driving. And it was about a year after the transition in my life, I was sitting in my first piece of furniture and it's right behind me. It's right there with me. <laughs> it goes everywhere with me. Good. It was an expensive, like orange gold leather chair. I mean, it, this is like a four or $5,000 chair. And uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I'm just buying me something really nice that I can sit in and remember who I am. And I had the chills when I sat in it. And for the first time, I'm like, I'm truly free to be me. For the first time in my life, I'm truly free to do anything my heart desires. And it was one of the lightest, most beautiful Mm -hmm. feelings I've ever felt in my entire life. And then I felt love for everybody that was on my path prior and current. Even my former wife, I was like, I had pure gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I finally elevated above Hey, my, my situation sucks right now. And, and I was just like, at that point, it didn't matter. So that's when I tr- truly felt self-love. And then, as you know, there's a word that triggered. I don't know if you want to go into this right now. Yeah. But, okay. But well, we, we've got a couple of minutes before break. So let's, we can introduce it. We'll, we'll introduce it and then we'll go deep. Yeah. We're going this, deep. Is, <laughs> this is really good. And this is what really triggered me. There is a word, and this word's genshai. It's G-E-N-S-H-A-I, and it w- and it's an ancient word. It was in in uh, in back in Southeast Asia and India, and this word, the definition means to never treat anyone in a manner that would make them feel small, including yourself. All I heard that day, one of my mentors, Kevin, taught me this word. He came back from Vienna and taught it to me. And I was at the lowest point of my life. And all all I heard that day was to never treat myself small. Mm -hmm. What that means is I need to practice self-love and I need to know my worth. Like you said in the affirmation, right? 
I'm worthy to love myself. And that was beautiful. Like tapping my heart and saying that, that I'm worthy of self-love. I'm worthy of loving myself. I mean, it's an uncomfortable question to ask. I spoke yesterday and I asked the question, I explained self-love to this group. And I said, how many in here truly and honestly can say they love themselves? Guess how many hands went up at this entire group? And this group was beautiful. Probably not even half. Four halfway raised their hands. Only four people. Halfway raised their hands and they were uncomfortable. I said, uncomfortable, isn't it? I said, it's not selfish to love yourself. It's essential. Yeah. And, and we're going to go into that because um, why is it essential? And, and it's important to know this because I, I have to practice this and tell myself every day. Well, it's a constant practice because for 50 plus years, well, I'm aging me, not you. 50 plus years, we were taught not to love yourself, but to love <laughs> everyone else, right? But yet, but yet Christianity has talked about Christ and how he, Christ loved himself in order to be of service to all of us and Buddha and, and Gandhi and um, Mother Teresa. They understood self-love. 100%. And that you can't give out love unless you give out forms of love, right? But there's something deeper and it has to do with that self-loving yourself. And I love the Genshai. I love when I first heard it three years ago, I got all the coins, gave them out to my family, gave them out to my friends. I have one in my car. I have them all over the place. But it is always remembering to Never treat yourself smaller than you treat someone else. And with that, we're going to go into break here. But there's something I want to point out before we go into break. Okay. I have really taken time for the homeless in a way where I might not always give them money, but I stop, make eye connection, smile at them and say, have a good day. Beautiful. Because they're humans and they, they truly need that respect. Mm. And so to me, that's treating, you know, when you don't look at a homeless person, you're treating yourself small, just, and I just, that's been on my mind here the last six months where I've just really been paying attention to that. So listeners, you you know, (laughs) you know, that was the inception of the coin. We should, we should talk about that right when we come back. Okay. Okay, so listeners, we're going to break and we'll be right back after this message. Stay tuned. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth. Live now and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your break and that you're thinking a little bit about self-love and what that looks like for you. This next part of the show is sponsored by my book, Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. Or Sorry, Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine. <laughs> can't even read this morning. <laughs> anyway, international bestseller. And I'm just, I'm really happy about my book. And it came out on Audible in March this last couple months ago. And so that was like another just, ah, just felt good accomplishing something that I have set my mind to. And it's happened. So if you want to go on Amazon, you can buy it. And um, I love feedback all the time. And you can always email me and let me know your thoughts. So as we went into our last break, we we're talking about self-love. Lance shared a story about being in a meeting where half, maybe four people halfway raised their home, their hand about self-love. And then we brought up the word gunshot and the importance of it and the coin. And I would love you, Lance, to take a moment and go a little bit deeper about the gunshot and how that came, and be, came to be, because we talked about um, self-respect, self-love. I brought in the homeless people right before we went into commercial and how I've been trying really, you know, making a point to look at them eye to eye and just to connect and let them know I'm sending them love. Always, always love and light. So let's go a little bit deeper out with and explain that to the listeners for us. Well, I love that. I love that you do that, Karen, because I do the same thing. I don't shut, you know, when, when you pull up and you're at an overpass or, or an intersection or something, you should look at them and say something. He, mm-hmm. Everybody turns their head and they're like, Oh, is he looking at me? I'm, I know it because I've felt it. Right. And it's like, no, they're your brother or your sister. You know, mm-hmm. they're just in a different situation in life. And um, that's how the inception of the coin actually came to be that, and you were asking me to show this, but this Genshai coin, right? Mm-hmm. It's silver, which is 
the common man's collectible. It's not gold. It has the um, sunburst on it, which is the illuminated path. Mm-hmm. And the dual that you talked about, good, bad. I mean, there's the duality in life, the lotus flower. And it's such a beautiful reminder because when you were talking about the homeless, how we give them money or we give them love and um, the inception of this and the way that Genshe was taught was in Gandhi circles. And, and this little boy, Praveen, him and his mom were walking down the streets in India and she taught him this word. And, and the word actually was propelled from him to Kevin to me. And, and when they were in Gandhi circles and they would see the homeless, they would go up to the homeless and, and Praveen's mom taught him that when you have the money or the change in your pocket, you get down and you set it in their hand and you look them in the eye and tell them that you love them and that they're your brother or your sister. Mm. When I heard that, I was like, what a great, it would be so great to have some type of coin that would be a touchstone for the story that you can tell to someone exactly how they mentored, taught you and influenced you in your life. So I carry mine with me all the time as a reminder to never treat myself small, but then I carry a couple with me and I gift them to people that actually transform how I think, how I act and what I do. And when I run into people that I haven't seen in a while, I'll tell them, I'll gift them a coin and tell them, Hey, remember when you did this for me? And, and I love you. Some Mm -hmm. people it's a little uncomfortable, but you know what? I'm not responsible for how things are received. I'm only responsible for the delivery of my heart and my message. And I think that's an important lesson to learn too with people. Cause we always have that perception of, Hey, if I say this to somebody, how are they going to receive it? How are they going to act? Not we, responsibility. Right. And we have 20, we have 20 stories made up of how they're going to react. <laughs> 100%. And, and, you know, you, you talk about um, self love and, and, you know, we can only love to the capacity. We love ourselves, how we love someone else mm-hmm. and to the capacity we love someone else. I, I want to say that, that Genshai is like the new golden rule because, you know, we, you know, you hear love thy neighbor as thyself, um, treat someone in a nature that you would want to be treated. We hear all of those golden mm-hmm. rules, mm-hmm. but, but if you don't love yourself in your fullness, how can you love somebody else in theirs? Right. You, like right. you said, you have to fill yourself up over the brim and fill people with your overflow. That's the only way to truly love because you, you, you can't give people a part of you of what's left over. What good is that? Right. Yeah. Truly love yourself. Um, there, there was a quote that I had here in my journal right here, uh, my Genshai guide journal. And it uh-huh. says, if you want more love and abundance in your life, give it away. That's from mm-hmm. Mark Twain. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you just have to constantly give it away because it's the most abundant feeling in the universe, period. I've got Mother Teresa written, written up on my wallet says, do small things with great love. 100%. You know, so yep. it's not so much the gesture, but where your heart's at when you're doing it. And Absolutely. that's why to me, it's, it's not always about handing over the money, like you said, with the homeless or things like that. And even with the, I know you spoke yesterday with the group of people, and I know you mentioned how only a handful like raised their hands halfway about self-love. And 
I would like to go a little bit deeper with how you felt with that. I mean, when you just said that to me, my heart was like saddened. Like I told you during break, like I'm like, oh, like come on, people. Well, I, and and you know, Karen, you bring up a good point, and and it everybody that's listening to this, ask yourself the question: Do you truly love yourself? How many times have we asked ourselves this question? And like I said, like every morning, I have to I have to do my affirmations, and I have to tell myself that I do love me. You know, mm-hmm. and and I and it is essential that I love myself. It's not being selfish, and I I brought that up earlier, but. This group, and there was some beautiful new people um, that were there, and we gifted them a coin, and and it was such a beautiful practice when I was there. What they're creating this culture, right? Because because you create a beautiful culture, and everyone's magnetized to that, mm-hmm. right? Culture is everything. What you create in a personal culture, what you create in your business, what you create in your family, you know, the the culture is what is the glue that binds you. And I, I watched this and there was this one gal that I kept honing in on and she was receiving every word. Like she, I, I was just pouring into her and, and this whole group is there. And, and for some reason, I just kept honing in on her mm-hmm. and, and she was, and I, and I taught this because self-love, you have to see people in their pure self-love as well right? Because the beauty is in the difference of who we are, right? We can't homogenize everybody. We don't want a world of normal, average, sane people. What kind of a world is that? Boring. It's boring. (laughs) I want all the different colors. I want all the different, I want everything. I want it to be the most colorful world that we can possibly create and love our brothers and sisters to the fullest. Right. That's why we have no rainbows. Judgment. No judgment. That's why we have rainbows. Exactly. Exactly. And I had <laughs> one yesterday over my property. It was amazing. I'll send you the pic after Love this. That. Okay. Uh, but but I was just honing in on this one on this one gal, and and she came up after, and she said, "Lance, can I give you a hug?" And I said, "I would love that." I said, "Thank you so much." She said, "I really needed that today," and and I looked at her and I said, "Did you notice?" I said, your energy was so incredible. I said, I feel your heart and you are absolutely beautiful. And, and she might've had a hard life. You know, she, mm-hmm. she was, she was a little more different than the entire group. She was brand new and she came up and tears started running down her face. And, and I had to, I was like, whew, it, it hit so hard mm-hmm. after I went and I spoke to the rest of the people in the group and we exchanged hugs and, and positive affirmations. And it was just such a beautiful exchange. I went in my Jeep and I, I teared up. I cried. I, I cried because I could feel the hearts of the people there start to change and receive and ask the question for the first time, do I truly love myself? So I'm, I'm taking a deep breath now. So yeah. But I, but you that could feel it in the group. You could feel the judgment, the self-talk, the negative self-talk. Immediately, mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, if I talk to you like I talk to myself, would we still be friends?" <laughs> right, Karen? We do this all the time. You do it, and you're one of the most positive people I know because we've talked. But I do it every day. If I talk to myself, right, 
mm-hmm. with this negative self-talk, how many friends would we have? And I honestly told everybody, I said, some days I would be by myself and I might be by myself for a week because of the things <laughs> I'm telling myself. And I do like being alone. So maybe that's a good tactic, but yeah, I'm, you know, what is your self-talk? Well, I think also with the self-talk, I mean, um, I think once you become aware, awareness to me is really important about that. And it's funny because over, I mean, you had your pivoting point after you were divorced. I did too when I was by myself, where all of a sudden it's only, it's me. And it's my time to figure out who I am and what my purpose is in this life. And um, that forgiveness that, you know, I love my ex and for everything he taught me. And I truly do. And I text him, hey, love you, you know, and you know, finally it's taken him eight and a half years and he finally will text back, love you too. You know, and that just happened this last year. But I thought, you know what? I love him. And the love part is so deep. And we talk about shadows. We talk about light. We talk about how I'm going to bring up the owl thing today because it was so powerful. Um, and I told Lance earlier, so I went on a hike, came back this morning, opened my garage, pulling weeds on the phone, went to dump the weeds, and there was an owl sitting on my shelf in my garage, just looking at me, bright, bright yellow eyes, like the most beautiful owl. And he wasn't very big. He was, I mean, whatever. I think, oh my gosh, it's a baby. And so I'm watching him and he just, just is watching me and we're making eye, eye, he's winking at me, you know, the little wink, wink. And I'm like, okay, he's being flirtatious or whatever. I go inside, grab my totem card, um, cards because I love nature and they're all nature's always talking to me. I go back outside and the owl's still there. I sit down on my driveway. I'm reading through the totem, reading through a book that actually Lance um, told me about animal speaks, reading through everything about the owl, because I'm like, what is my message here? What am I supposed to talk about? And it talks about how owls are nocturnal; They're night creatures, yet they see just about as clear during the day as night. And they have the yellow eyes to remind us of the sun mm-hmm. and the lightness. And so we have the light and the dark. And I, I was telling Lance earlier, I'm like going, you know, I'm like going, okay, I'm a light soul. I'm all about like, I just love the light. And there's been a lot of um, things happening the last couple of weeks with changes going on and stuff in, in my life and the nature getting me ready. I don't know what the changes, I don't know what's happening. But when I saw that today, I was like, Oh my gosh. And I'm sitting there reading. All of a sudden I look and the owl's gone, like whoop, vanished, like magic. I'm like, what the heck? What just happened? And so I get up on the chair and I make sure the owl didn't fall in the boot. And he was totally gone, except for some poop he left on the boot. So it was fresh. So I knew he was there. I was not imagining it. And so mysteries of the world continue to happen. And the mysteries. To me, love is so simple, yet a mystery to all of us. So how can one become present with themselves? Ooh, so it's a deep question. And we've got like three minutes before break. So we might have to go start and then we'll go in. Yeah. Two quick things, um, Karen, that you brought up. And, and I, I felt this with my entire heart to share this. Um, I had my... Uh, former wife in front of me as I was speaking several weeks ago. 
and we had been together for um, almost 24 years. And I says, I, I don't like the word X. And I looked at her and I said, Janine, I love you. And you are my life partner. You are one of my life partners. And I'm like, is that okay? If I just, from here on out, you're, you're a life partner. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, and we have the same type of relationship, Karen. There's, there's no reason you should end a relationship unless it's abusive or something's toxic or something and the mm-hmm. per- person's not changing. But if you elevate out of it and recognize what they've done in your life to get you to where you're at, they're, they're one of your greatest teachers and they will yeah. continue to help teach you. They were there for a reason, especially mm-hmm. if you have children with them. Holy cow. I mean, creation, yeah. is that not the greatest thing here on the planet? Um, but you're talking about being present. And, and, and I have an owl story too. I was, when I was in Bangladesh, I shared with you right after Karen, um, it was early morning in Bangladesh. I was going down one of the tributaries. We had been meditating with monks and this owl is sitting on this stump and the people in the boat were blown away because the owls never come out in the day, but it's right in front of us. And the sun is coming up behind with those bright yellow eyes. And when you brought that up, I was like, that was one of the greatest God moments in my life. Mm -hmm. I had chills. And every time that I talk about it, I relived that experience. And, and as we were talking about earlier, the owl is actually of death. When you see it during the day, right? It's the death of some part of your life, some Mm -hmm. part of that spiritual journey so that you have a renewal into something else. And you, you said it beautifully early, earlier, Karen. And I remember that when I was studying the owl (sighs) to be present, like right now, when you saw the owl and you experienced the owl, you were present, you were present Mm -hmm. with God. And that's really where we sit. And to be present is taking that deep breath and recognizing the deep breath, seeing the sun during the day, seeing the beauty in somebody that is next to you, not sitting on your phone back and forth, you know, somebody that's present with you, be present, right? I I just got back from a, a beautiful trip with the family and my kids and grandkids and, and my beautiful loved ones. And we were in Lake Powell and our phones didn't work most (laughs) of the time. And I loved it. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back because our phones didn't work. We were all present with each other every day. Mm -hmm. And it was so beautiful. And it's been so long since we've done that together, just being present, right? So if you want to continue going without, then don't go within, right? You have to go within to get rid of the without. And that is honestly being present. That's the first thing that I was thinking about when you said, um, if we're present with ourselves, that's practicing self-love as well. Because, um, I mean, honestly, I, I have to practice that every day because I'm always thinking, okay, what do I need to do in the next two or three hours? What do I need to do tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the beginning of the month. Now, what do I do? You know, it's the end of the month. Now, what do I do? And we waste literally one or two, three days at the beginning and the end of the month worried about the entire month rather than just being present with self. Yeah. And that, that has been one of my main, main goals. Let go, let God surrendering 
Surrender is my word this year. Surrender, receive, um, allow things to happen instead of forcing or controlling or manipulating things. Because as soon as I start to push, I hit a brick wall. And so I'm like going, okay, back off. I'm not supposed to be doing this right now. And lessons learned. Listeners, we're going to go into a break, but we'll be right back after this message. us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. The book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Now or Never, The Choice is Yours. To connect with the program today, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to this week's show. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back. We've had the opportunity and pleasure to have back on the show with us, Lance Schiffman. And Lance is um, a true believer in self-love and harmony with himself. Before we went into break, um, I was asking him about being present and what that looks like. And his comment, I wrote it down. He goes, you have to go within to go without. And if you think about that for a moment, he was mentioning how they were down Lake Powell, there was no phone service, and they had to go without. And by with going without, they were able to go within and enjoy the moment and be present. But to go without, you can really dive deep on that one also. So I appreciate that thought. Um, there's a word that you have you have brought into perspective of people in the last couple of years, and it's all in. O-L-L-I-N. Olin, right? Yep. So will you explain to the listeners what that is all about and how that came to be? 
again, you know, the same mentor that shared Genshe with me, he uh, shared all in as well. And uh, um, it's such a beautiful word that it ended up being the name of my granddaughter. I love Her it. name's all in. And she's my favorite human on this planet, like by far. She's my favorite human. And I won't take offense to that at all. We, and well, you, you're, you're, I'm teasing. You're close. Karen. You're close. Um, but but we, we nicknamed her Ollie, and it's the cutest it. thing in the world. But, but all in is an Asian Aztec word, which means to move and act with all your heart, right? When, when the Aztecs and the indigenous uh, people of the world, like a volcano or an earthquake or something, you had to be all in. Like your heart was in it, adrenaline going, and you had to be going to save your life. And, and this is where passion comes in, right? Mm-hmm. Because passion means to suffer for what you love and suffer doesn't need to be a negative thing. It's just where you expend your energy. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so all in is that word that creates a passion for where we're headed. Where do we exude our energy? Where do we put our energy in our heart? Are we all in and we need to be all in with us, right? We're talking right. about self-love today. Are you all in with fulfilling like fulfill actually means to fill yourself, right? You have to fulfill. Another thing that I had in here, if I can find it really fast, was, um, oh man, so many things, Karen. (laughs) No, we could talk for hours. You know that. (laughs) Being self-satisfied is the fulfilling part of self-love, right? We have to be Mm -hmm. satisfied with ourselves, at any given point. And that's truly being present. That's practicing and living self-love to never treat ourselves small. I, um, passion to me is very important. Um, I've been taught like if you, your purpose becomes your passion, your passion becomes your purpose. And if your passion is to your self-love, that's your purpose here in life is to find yourself love, to be able to be the best soul that you know you are the perfect soul which we all are perfect we all are whole and and loving all of us um it was interesting i don't think i've shared this with you i went to savannah a couple months ago on a retreat we worked with horses equestrian and um it's amazing so we did a meditation before and during the meditation the word you are complete you are whole kept coming to me and i was like like the angels are singing, yes, yay, finally, I'm, you know, I'm here. And, and I've yes, made you it. are. And yes, you are. <laughs> and so it's like, I go out with a horse and the person leading the, the time with us, she's like, so what, what are you feeling? What are you doing? I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to play and have fun. I just, I feel complete. I feel whole, you know? So I'm out with the horse going, come on, come on, follow me, all this stuff. And the horse is just looking at me turns around and puts his head down the grass and starts eating. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I started to cry. And she goes, what are you feeling? I'm like, like I'm worthless, <laughs> like rejected, you know, the whole thing. And so I got a lot out of this session because in my mind, I thought, oh, I'm complete. I'm whole. But all of a sudden self-doubt came in and like, no, you're still a broken puzzle. You're still broken, Karen. And I thought to myself, I had to sit on this lance for about four days. 
and meditate and think about things. And my realization coming out of all of this was we all are perfect. That's what I've taught my kids. You're perfect and complete. You have to be whole in order to love anyone else in your life. So I know I'm perfect. I know I'm complete. I know I love myself. And as I took it, God, the universe, whatever you believe in, once you are perfect and you feel like you're on your own, he's going to take a little piece out of the puzzle. That's already whole and complete. Dangle it out here and say, okay, now let's go a little bit deeper. Let's think about this a little bit more. Absolutely. Heal that. And now let's put it back into your completeness again. Instead of looking at life as a shattered puzzle and we're all spread out all over the place and we're broken because we're not. We're really complete and whole. You know, when you say broke, um, I've had to take that context and revert it back to a positive because when we are broken, we're broken wide open to receive. Hmm. So it's an expansive energy when we're broke. So when you think of it in that direction and that type of energy, that's practicing self-love. When I've been the most broken in my life, financially, my heart, my mind, that's when I truly surrendered to the freedom to receive. Mm -hmm. Right? So I was broken wide open. And sometimes it hurt. Hmm. A lot of times it did. Most of the time I say most (laughs) of the time it hurts. (laughs) But, But now... When I'm mm-hmm. broke in any way, I'm like, okay, what do I need? What do I desire? Not need. We're not needy people. Mm-hmm. We just need to tap in. Abundance is everywhere. What do we truly desire to receive when we're broken wide open? Hmm. I like that because you think about the shell, the bird, the shell, the nets are inside a shell. They're broken open. So you can, you can partake, you can receive, you can so I love the fact you brought that open because it's like, I don't feel like I'm broken, but in the depths of hell, our lowest point, that's when we're more willing to open up and go, when am I supposed to learn? What's my next step? I mean, that's what this whole show is about. The choice is yours. Now or never, the choice is yours. Yep. Agreed. So and what are your choices? What are you going to do? And we either create heaven or hell here on earth, right? Oh, yes. That's on one that's of my affirmation. I am creating heaven here on earth. That's my affirmation. Is below. You will do greater things than I. Let's use the scripture in the way that it was intended to be used. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, let's break out in pure self-love so that we know our consciousness that we are to be. And to be just means to tap into who we already are. Right. That remembering. Re. Member is Re- just reconnecting to uh-huh. who we know we are, not completing ourselves, not that we have to grow into something. We just have to remember, mm-hmm. reattach to who we truly are. That's practicing self love. And I, I really appreciate that. Lance, is there a way people can learn more about Gunshy? And I know you have a community of it. Before the show's over, I want you to share how people can do that, how they can get a hold of you, be part of the community, because Benchai is, is awesome. It's a way to give back. I know you have done a lot with giving back to everyone with it. And so share with the I, listeners I, about I have, that. 
I have some of the most sacred souls helping me with this. Um, one of my brothers is on right now listening to this show. And, and if you go to Genshai.com, um, you know, we, we have a nonprofit there that serves basic human needs, you know, food and water, shelter, health, education. When basic human needs are met, people create. And our whole goal with Genshai is how many people can we get back in to creation? How many more, how many people on this planet can we get into creating mode again? Because mm-hmm. we're here to create. We're not here to survive. We're not here to get a second check. We're not here to provide for anybody else other than ourselves. And that's not being selfish. When all of us provide for ourselves and we're in creation mode, then we are part of the solution, not the problem. That's the key. That's practicing self-love. So so Genshai.com is a community. We call ourselves Genshai warriors, you know, sage warriors that that we are... Mm -hmm. We're prepared for self-love. We're preparing ourselves. And, and it's just a beautiful community. You can go to Genshai Warriors and request to come in. Um, you know, it's just it's just the pure nature of who we are. And we're Genshai guides. We're not even teachers or anything because a guide is nothing more than somebody that might be a little further down the path than you. Like mm-hmm. you, Karen, you're a guide in this. You're doing this amazing show, sharing your heart, having the most amazing people on here. I've heard the other shows. And I'm just honored to be on here again with you because um, as, as we share our hearts, we're, we're connecting to those that have the same currency as us, right? Right. And then the so pure currency is-, is God's love. It's not, it's not the dollar bills. It's not the, the digits in your bank account. The pure currency of self-love is God's currency. And if we see ourselves through the lenses that our creator does, then we see ourselves in pure love. I have that written up on my wall. If I saw the way God saw me, mm. I'd be smiling all the time. <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> really? Yeah, That's it's cool. up on my wall. <laughs> We're connected, Karen. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> it's like that. Duh. Hello. <laughs> So before we before we end, Lance, I would love you to share one word of advice for my listeners that they can because we've we have talked and gone deep about and we can go deeper, but there's not enough time to what we need to. So what would you tell the listeners today? The most important meeting of the day is with you. The most important realignment, remembering. The meeting of the day is with yourself. Do not sacrifice that time. Set it aside and make it sacred for you. If it's the morning, if it's during lunch, if it's at night before you go to bed, set that time aside and do not sacrifice it because you have to fill yourself. You have to recharge and you have to know the importance that you have in this world because you have an influence and influence just means to be in flow with self. So, so what are you going to do today to show yourself that you truly love yourself? That's the most important thing. That's the most important message that I give to myself. And and I say this affirmation in the morning that I am more powerful than I seem to be all of God's love, wisdom, beauty, and whatever other words that come into my inspiration and my mind I Uh use. And I say, 
that it all resides in me. I love that. Lance, thank you so much for sharing that. Listeners, remember the most important meeting is with you. Our affirmation today was your cells are listening. What you say matters. Remember, the breath is a gift of life. Choose now and live. The world is not for sissies. We are here to experience our our own story as we each walk our own personal journeys. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Karen, thank you. I love you. Thank you. Love you you too. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now or never, The Choice is Yours can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll join us again soon. 